Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, July 8th, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. A group of 37 U.S. state and district attorneys general sued Google, alleging it unlawfully maintains its monopoly for Google Play Store through mandating the use of its payment tools, taking a 30% commission on digital transactions, and claims Google paid developers to not support competing app stores with an alleged plan to pay Samsung to stop competing with its own app store. The lawsuit says that while consumers can still use alternative app stores, Android displays generally misleading warnings and hurdles to discourage it. President Trump filed three proposed class action lawsuits Wednesday in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida, one against YouTube and Sundar Pichai, another against Twitter and Jack Dorsey, and one against Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. The complaints allege all three companies violated the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution by suspending users from its platform. The suits seek damages on behalf of the classes made up of all users of all three platforms who have resided in the U.S. since June 1, 2018 and had their accounts censored. A lawyer for Twitter told a Delhi high court under oath that the company intends to fully comply with India's IT laws. Twitter says it's already appointed an interim chief compliance officer with plans to name a grievance officer by July 11th and open a local office within the next eight weeks. Scientists at Scripps Research Translational Institute ran the Digital Engagement and Tracking for Early Control and Treatment trial, looking at if wearables like the Apple Watch and Fitbits could provide data on the long-term effects of COVID-19. The initial research focused on Fitbits, finding that roughly 14% of COVID infections resulted in a rise of resting heart rates that lasted for months, while sleep and physical activity levels returned to baselines more slowly with COVID than other ailments. The researchers caution this is a preliminary study that opens the door for further research. The automaker Dodge said that it will make a muscle car EV in 2024. CEO Tim Koniskis said that the switch will give a performance advantage to customers as the company is reaching a practical limit of what we can squeeze from internal combustion innovation. OnePlus confirmed its next mid-range smartphone will be the OnePlus Nord 2, intended for European and Indian markets and set to be officially announced July 22nd. This will be powered by the MediaTek Dimensity 1200 AI, a customized version of MediaTek's flagship SoC, with claimed performance benefits for photography, display tech, and gaming. Anantech's Andrei Frumusanu noticed that the OnePlus 9 Pro posted a much lower browser benchmark score than other devices using the same Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 SoC, apparently disabling the Cortex-X1 core and throttling the high-performance Cortex-A78 cores, eventually isolating the workload to use lower-power Cortex-A55 cores on subsequent benchmark runs. In a statement, OnePlus said that, in response to user feedback, after the device launched in March, the company updated it to optimize the device's performance when using many of the most popular apps, including Chrome, by matching the app's processor requirements with the most appropriate power, although reviewers at Phone Arena saw this benchmark behavior in its initial review. Nikkei Asia sources say Google is in negotiations to acquire the Tokyo-based cashless payment company Pring in a deal worth 20 billion to 30 billion yen, that's up to 270 million US dollars. The company hopes to use the acquisition to offer fintech services like payments and transfers by next year in Japan before expanding to the US and India. Verizon announced a Verizon Adaptive Sound, a spatial surround technology the company claims will work across all audio hardware and apps. 
This will be integrated into the settings menu on Android devices with adjustable sliders, coming to Motorola phones first, then coming to a broader portfolio of new devices in the future, as well as some existing devices through software updates. Tencent added a facial recognition system to over 60 China-specific smartphone games, with plans to expand it to more titles over time. Called Midnight Patrol, the system is designed to comply with Chinese law limiting minors' access to video games, and allows parents to also set a list of approved faces the game needs to identify before a child can begin playing. Google will expand RSVP options in Google Calendar to let users specify if they'll be attending events virtually, although this won't show up in third-party calendars. The company plans to bring this to invites that appear in Gmail as well. And finally, security researchers Matthew Hickey and Will Dorman found issues in Microsoft's recently released patch for the Print Nightmare vulnerability, finding that while it did fix the remote code execution aspect, threat actors could still use the local privilege escalation to gain system privileges on vulnerable systems with the point-and-print policy enabled. Further analysis by other researchers found the entire patch could be mitigated on systems using the point-and-print policy. Microsoft said they're investigating these findings. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show, dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.